Your brain and your mind are your greatest assets as a trader. Together, they are the most powerful weapon in your arsenal. But are you using them effectively, optimally, and to their fullest effect? Your capital, your systems, and your processes may be the warheads you deploy in the markets, but it's your brain, which is the system that deploys them, and your mind is the tool that observes, senses, and then makes the choices when to launch, and manages the battle and the allocation and timing of resource utilization in that battle. But all too often, traders are worn down in that battle. Their mind slowly becomes suboptimal, and their brain slowly switches off. You can do something about it, and you should be aware that you can do something about it. Otherwise, you end up becoming the victim and not the victor. But it is incredibly hard to do yourself. In this week's Alpha Mind podcast, my guest is my usual co-host, Mark Randall, who will be talking about the weaponizing of the trader's mind. Before we start, just a few excerpts which will give you a sense of what we have coming up. The problem is, is that these traders that have got this frustration have spent too much time designing their warhead and not enough time to, to designing the whole weapon system and launch platform from which that warhead is being deployed. If you're working so close to something, you know, you, you're kind of locked in with your seatbelt in, into, your, into your role. And actually, the smart people have a seatbelt that they unclick every now and then they get out of their seat and they, you know, can do something else. It's the people that are strapped into the seatbelt and the seatbelt's got a mechanism where it just gets tighter and tighter. As the day progresses, they feel even more strapped in to the, to the physical position, but the, the mental frustration of being unable to escape. So how do you pause? How do you reset? How do you recalibrate? Where do you get your next energy from? Where do you get, how do you release your stress to get into a flow state in those pauses in the game? If you can learn how to do that, your performance will be off the scale. Before we start, the AFMAN podcast is delighted to be sponsored by the Society of Technical Analysts, the STA, and their brilliant home study course, which is based on their diploma program delivered annually at the world-renowned London School of Economics. If you want to up your game and learn technical analysis at the level the pros learn it, then consider the STA home study course. AFMAN listeners can obtain a 100 British pounds sterling or your local currency equivalent discount on the cost of this course by visiting the AFMAN blog, which you can find at AFMANblog.com blogspot.com or google alphamine blog and then go to the page link sta home study course which will give you details of how to obtain the discount when you apply for the course now on with this week's podcast delighted this week to have on the alphamine my usual co-host mark randall who has stepped into the uh the role as the guest today and he's talking about something very dear to him which is the the idea of weaponizing the mind as a trader Mark, welcome to the show as a guest. Um, can you explain what you mean by weaponizing the mind and also how that applies to a trader or the role of traders? Well, Steve, good to be on your show and a uh, regular listener, <laughs> as you know, and uh, a happy new year to, to you as well. Well, you know, we hear, we've mentioned weaponizing in several of our podcasts and we mentioned in several conversations we, we did at the energy conference. And we were being told by them to frame our work in this weaponizing sort of way um, because they felt it's what the audience wanted to hear. And we certainly hear that um, the, the concept of, of a weaponizing the mind seems to fit very well with the trading community um, and other communities where peak performance um, is, is the theme. And we hear in sport an awful lot about weapons now. I mean, the commentators talk about, you know, your best weapon, your most effective weapon. And we're now leading that conversation in, in trading because we think, you know, trading is a performance um, sport. It's got a sport, activity, hobby, whatever it is for you, uh, in my, however you apply your wisdom to, to, to trading. But, of course, we start to look at trading in terms of, of weaponizing. The, the weapon, which is, I guess, the, the, the trade, the eventual trade to market, um, and that, that warhead. There are lots of options for that warhead. The, the representative of the risk size to market. You know, you can go nuclear. You can, you can have a, you can have a 500, uh, um, you know, pound bomb, or you could have a, you know, 100 clusters going out there to represent your impact or, on the, the market and how you want to put a trade on. 
because all those things tend need to come out of a system. So the weapon system is 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 vital to understand. And perhaps in trading, people spend too much time looking at the at the warhead and not enough time looking at the weapon system because the weapon system needs to be the radar, you know, the sort of the awareness of understanding where you want to put that weapon. You know, the speed that that weapon needs to travel at to get to the market. It's access point. You know, the framework and base, that the, the launch platform that that weapon's lifting off from, which which is pretty much us. Yeah, it's us. We don't pay attention enough to our launch platform about how stable we are. You know, to be able to launch, you know, a, a weapon from with a designed warhead to get to destination. We don't pay enough attention to our launch platform and our weapon system that surrounds us. And we're now starting to realize that the conversation and the people out there listening want to talk more about that. Okay, so people are engaging with us saying, we want to hear more about this. We want to hear about about, about weapon system. We, we, we want to realize that, yeah, we've got stuff around self-development we need to do. We've got stuff around coaching we need to do. We've got stuff around our our perception of the market, our understanding of the market our understanding of the enemy, as it, as it were, yeah? And we know that there is a huge deficit in the amount of time and money people are investing in that training in the market. People have, even people that have been in the market years, they may have a pretty useless platform from which they're trading. You know, so this weapon system, this launch platform um, is so, so important. And then you've got to start thinking about, well, what does the enemy look like? What does the marketplace look like that you're dropping this warhead into? And, um, you know, is it a defense? And do you have a defensive strategy? Obviously, you've got an offensive push, but also if, if you get pushed back, so if the market pushes back against you and it starts to, you know, so it's, it's, it's sort of pushed away your, your um, ability to effectively deal with the market, because you've misdesigned your your warhead, or you've you've just put the wrong sort of risk into a trade, it all starts going pear shape. But what's your defensive strategy? Because the market is then attacking you, you know. And as soon as you're getting, you know, and you you need to be pretty smart with your defense, you know, and failing quickly and getting up and recovering, that type of stuff, which is part of your defensive program, to be able to go on the offensive again. Um, you know, so if you want to be fighting in the market, you've got to be looking at weapon system, launch platform, you know, the, the shape of the warhead, the navigation to that warhead. But of course, the other thing is that what, what's your what's your trigger? What trigger are you pulling to get that risk into the market? It's all well and good saying, yeah, I'm going to go long. OK, well, have you gone long already? You know, are you going to put a limit order in and join the bid? So I can tell you as a seasoned broker, the number of fouled positions in the market because people put up, they've joined the bid and actually they should have just taken the offer. If you think the thing's going up, just buy the bloody thing. You know, don't just join the bid. Um, you know, well that's, that's, that trigger is really, really important. There's no point building a weapon and, you, and you've got no, no process around, well, how do I, when and how am I going to deliver this? So as, as I'm hearing this, you, this is about you. This is not about what you do. It's about the person behind it who's doing what they do. It's about optimizing that. It's about, you know, you, you are, it, it's your mind, which is the thing which looks at everything, which observes everything, which senses everything, which feels everything, which... It's the mind that gets lost. We talk about losing our mind. I mean, how often does that happen in trading? So it's about managing that. A bit more specific to that. The mind isn't just what's on top of your head, okay? It, it's kind of, it's your sphere of influence around you as well. So it's the sort of the, it's almost like you've got this aura around you um, and what you connect to, as well as your, you know, your the mind on top of your head. Uh, it's almost like you've got these this, this neuro pathways into a, into a sort of a glowing you. It's your whole system. It's your whole body. Right. It's your whole body. It's your ability to sense, feel. Yeah, and what you influence as well, yeah. 
what you influence so it's a kind of like it's almost like your body is an ecosystem that is yeah, precisely the, the mind is a metaphor for that and it goes beyond your physical self it's a metaphor but mistaken by an awful lot of people that yeah you know, they don't they understand understand just how broad the opportunity of the mind is because they just kind of think it's this thing at the just above their eyes so as, as you were talking there i you know i i was trying to relate it to the uh, the trader the person listening to this and they're thinking you know what, what what exactly is an analogy that i can use for this and i, I was thinking of a swordsman because you were talking about offense and defense and you know a master swordsman i'm not talking about offensive but if you think of the the image maybe of a japanese warrior you know he will have a sword and he will have a shield and they use a sword for offense and the shield for defense and at times you'll be using one and the other and ideally you're using it smoothly together so those are the physical weapons as a trader would probably be your system and your capital and your risk management and your money management that's that's the mixture of that together and those are the physical weapons that we could see and observe um, and we could learn techniques and methods they i suppose are the analysis or some sort of automated system that underlies that but it all comes back to the person wielding those physical instruments those person doing the analysis the person within that and and the great swordsman you know it's about him it's about his mind and that takes years many years to cultivate and become a master and and eventually they're they're developing this meta game of swordsmanship where they're just, you know, they, they are masters and they could take on literally two or three people at the same time and still come out on top. And that's about them. It's about their mind. It's about their being. And, and, and I'm wondering if that's the analogy here, that somehow whether that works or whether it it's kind of fits into this idea of the trader as, as a system and weaponizing the mind yeah and it's not a steady state the enemy is always changing so you've got the, yeah. the need for evolution and learning and learning as you talked about the swordsman le- learning new tricks new the ways craft. new ways of killing so you know the craft of it all um it's, evol- it's evolving isn't it because it's always changing as you learn techniques and systems your enemy will learn new ones to try and overcome you so you have to evolve and adapt with that and you know, I harp on about gaming, perhaps too much, but it is kind of like being in a gaming environment, you know, where, you know, if if you're in a game, now it's not the same, I know, but if you're in a game, you know, where does where are your strengths coming from? Well, you're picking up kind of tokens on route and these little, um, little chalices of power that add to your power that give you more lives, and those little bits and pieces, those little nuggets that appear within the game and you, you're kind of looking for them and want them because you know that you get more powerful from these little techniques, perhaps in a way of trading, little techniques, new learnings, new ideas, new methods. Some of them are defensive. Some of them are offensive and make you go faster. Some of them gives you more lives. And, and of course, you get killed in games, but we know you get killed in trading you know you 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 lose and it becomes painful and but it in a game it's the speed of recovery and its ability to recover quickly and get on and to carry on that's really really important and that's very very important with um with with trading as well you know to keep on to to dwell on failing is the perhaps one of the biggest failures of the people that have difficulty trading you know the dwelling on failure and not letting go of it and getting back into that uh, observational creative mindset uh, that's then intelligence gathering about okay where's my next trade you know and go up oh, that military analogy creeps back in there that it's about you know little battles yeah but you've got a bigger war that's going on so so you've got so i'm just going to put a scenario out there you're a trader you're a young trader you're just, I suppose, starting or close to the beginning of your career. And you've come into this job and you've got yourself a couple of screens. You signed up a nice brokerage deal. You've learned a few basics of the game. You've been doing it maybe a year or two. 
you've had some good runs in that time. You're not really consistent. You're given back a lot. Uh, you had a couple of last drawdowns, which have seen all that decent profit you accumulated, whittled away, and you're sitting there now frustrated. And you know, how do I do this job? How do I make it? How do I become good at it? You know, and, and then you read books and you go on more courses and more programs. And my 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 belief, and you know, having been there myself, is that you know, we're thinking there's always an answer out there, whereas. What I think you're saying is that no, the answer's inside you. Mm, absolutely, it's the mind. How do you go around developing that? How do you go around cultivating that? Because it's not tangible. It's not something you can easily do. No, no, not, not at all. And there's not been much written about it either. Um, you know, I think, uh, but books are great. But even the books that I'm told are the best books. You know, crikey, our attention wanes and we go daydreaming and we don't pay attention to what's written on for not a lot of the time. So face-to-face coaching is, 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 I would suggest, even with some of the webinars that we're looking at, is, is definitely the way to go. But in a way, the problem is, is that these early, tra- these, these traders that are, have got this frustration have spent too much time designing their warhead and not enough time de- de- designing the whole weapon system and launch platform from which that warhead is being deployed. Okay, so, and what we do in the work that we do, it's a, it's that we look at what that weapon system looks like for each individual, because each individual is going to be quite different. There's going to be some commonality, but there's going to be some things in it that are going to be bespoke uh, to that individual. And, and quite frankly, someone needs to, you know, sit down with you and interrogate, is that the right word, investigate, uh, have an inquiry around just just what you look like in that in in that system, because if your if your system purely is about well, how many blooming bullets have I got or you know whatever, then you're you're failing at the basic principle that you know that that's not that's often where people start. How many bullets and let's get fired them off and see what happens. But if you're serious about how, how does this gun work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where do I point it? Um, yeah. You know, and when do you pull the trigger? All those types of things. You need to go back to the the base principles and create create the right base from which to be launching your trades from, launching your weapons weapons from. If you've not got had thought around that whole system, then I, I think you're going to be very rarely successful in these markets. So that, that, I mean, that, that, that's a fascinating point. And, and I think there's a, I, I don't know how long it is for traders, but I think there's a point somewhere in their learning after a few years normally, I don't think it comes at the beginning, where they realise, damn, this, this game is about me and how I do it, not not what I do. I've got all the kind of recipes and formulas here. I've got all the equipment. But where do I go to learn this stuff? And at the moment, you know, we try to provide that service through our podcasts. And, you know, we will at some point be launching some programs which which people can join. We, we do individual coaching. But it, it, it is out. I know it's slightly out of the reach of most. Um, you know, we work in the professional sector generally. So it's out of the reach of most retail traders. But, you know, the where you know or, or what is the missing ingredient and you know it's I, I i face this challenge when i talk to retail traders they want to work on this they don't know how they also want to do it without any investment you know they, they've normally got a finite amount of resources or money and they think i can do this much. and there's almost a problem there i'm talking off the top of my head here mark <laughs> There's almost a problem I see, which is uh, they think I can read it from a book. I'll read Market Wizards. I'll read Mark Douglas um, and a few others. And they're they're brilliant books, but, um, you know, you can only read so much. And and you're reading about it, but you're not doing it yourself. You know, that that was a problem I faced. If I go back to my trading years, I, I used to pick up Market Wizards every few years because I knew the problem was something to do with psychology. But 
what happened was every time I'd read it, I'd come across lots of notes I'd scribbled on the book, sometimes yellow sticky notes I'd left on pages, where I was like, ah, oh, this, this interview or this chat that Jack Schrager's had with someone, you know, maybe Ed Sakota or something. It, it was really powerful when it got to me and it told me I should be doing this and listening to this and heeding this and bringing it into who I am. And yet, within days or weeks of me reading it, I'd completely forgotten it all and was back into the habits and behaviours I was doing, which I was repeating and which I was then going back to the book to read again. Um, and, and yet I did nothing about it. This was my whole point, which I'm trying to get to. Even though I knew about it, I just repeated the same old habits and same old behaviours, which were holding me back from advancing. And I was a professional trader. And yet I wasn't doing something. Now, I, there was no avenue at the time to do it either. You know, there, there was, I, I, I didn't know where to go. I heard of some people who went to psychologists and psychotherapists and coaches, but I, you know, I wasn't even sure where to start with that. I think people are starting to take it more seriously. I think people are starting to think, you know, I do need to invest in myself. I do need to take some sort of action. There's only a limit I can do myself. Yeah. I think there's take it more seriously. What it actually is. If, if you look at the sort of the, you know, the, the background psychology and all those sorts of things, the, the common denominator to everything in, in this space in terms of performance is how you manage your stress. Okay. Don't manage your stress, fall apart. Your observational opportunity falls apart. Your, your, your risk of doing things just from bad habits increases. Frustration increases which then increases stress, which then ruins sleep, that then, you know, and it becomes a vicious circle. So the absolute fundamental sort of hack, if the hack's the right word, is actually if you can manage your stress better and get into a flow state more often, this flow state is where actually you've you know, reduced stress to a very, very background and you've increased your awareness and you've increased your intuition. So you're doing things in a really powerful, almost balletic way without effort in high performance environments. That's what you want to get to. Now you can't get to that if you're stressed. So actually, if you start to look through it, and certainly when <clears throat> in our heyday, you know, did, did anyone ever ask the question, why, well, hey, managing your stress, Steve? Then, <laughs> um, it wasn't even on the agenda, right? And then, and of course, stress then leads to we we I think probably rephrased it as mental health in the you know in 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 the last few years. It's about mental. Actually, fundamentally, it's about how you manage your stress. Just coming in very quickly to remind our listeners that uh, the Alpha Mind podcast is sponsored by the Society of Technical Analysts, the STA. If you're serious about trading and you're serious about developing yourself as a trader, do look into their home study course. It is based on the diploma program, which they run at the world-renowned London School of Economics. Uh, you can find out more about it on the Alpha Mind blog. Just Google Alpha Mind blog or go to alphamindblog.blogspot.com. And there you can find out how listeners to the Alpha Mind podcast can get a discount count on the full cost of this online course thank you and uh, back to the podcast no, no one's doing it and, and do you know what it's, I, i'm conscious that as we're talking our next um episode that's coming up is is a terrific uh, podcast episode we've recorded already with mike bellafiore um of smb capital the founder of smb capital and within that we're going to talk a lot about the benefits of being in an organization being in a prop trading firm having people around you, you know, and if you can get into an organization and work with other people, there, there's a hidden benefit that's not seen. And that benefit is, you know, you're, you're, you're being supported all the time. You're being mentored unconsciously all the time, or you're even maybe mentoring others, which is helping you. And, and, and I go back to some of my most stressful times when I was a trader, where I would have a colleague or a manager come over to me and give that metaphorical arm around the shoulder, which would snap you out of uh, a really bad 
mental state you were in you know you 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 kind of go into this spiraling you know one minute you're doing well you see a great trade you put a nice trade on it's going okay and then you take your profit and then the market takes off and you feel like an idiot so you go back in without thinking and you buy it at which point it turns around and it comes flying off and you've taken a big loss and you know you're giving away the profit you had you're now underwater you sell it and then it bounces up and you buy it again and you're thinking you're, you're acting without thinking now and you're, you're owned at this point and this pattern this spiral tends to go on for sometimes days weeks even months um and, and you lose yourself in it you lose yourself in that you lose yourself in that moment which then just carries on and the stress builds up and then you're not seeing the market and and, and i think every trader gets into that at some point you know it's it the game does that to you you know we can't help it we're playing solitaire there's no one around us you know even in organizations that happens um but at least you have that supportive element around you and like like i said i've had great colleagues friends managers came over to me and they probably didn't even realize they were doing it you know but they would help me in some way you know they'd say steve don't worry you're going to get i can see you're struggling a bit you look quite tense this will come back you know you always make it back steve don't worry about it and that kind of snaps you out of those moments. And then you step back and, you know, you, you, you have that happening for you by being surrounded by people. But most of the traders listening there, they're sitting at home. They're on their own. They're playing solitaire. That's what I mean by there is no one else. They're facing that screen. They're facing that market, you know, but it's numbers on a screen. There is no one around them and they're losing it. You know, they're, they're, they're kicking the table. They're not even realising they're kicking the table underneath. They're getting angry and frustrated. There is no one to pull them out of that. Mm -hmm. So that's something that when I hear you saying weaponizing the mind, that's creating that ability to do that yourself, to look after yourself. Well, that's what I found. It, when I, and I discovered that the much regurgitated story in, in the late 1980s and you know through you know the natwest the greenwich period the rbs period and the the various market volatilities of the late 80s 90s noughties you know there was a lot of stuff going on that was um that was bad and a lot of people around me losing their heads <clears throat> but the person that wasn't losing their head was me and people were, were, were saying, how the hell are you so calm whilst all this is going on? And that won me business. So that won me business. It won me respect because actually I'd managed to learn in uh, you know, decades ago a method of managing myself. And that became my weapon. So that, that, that became one of the things in my armory was that method of managing self that was in itself uh, a, a weapon that I was using. And the weapon that other people were almost feeling against them because actually you are in a group of peers, right? And actually performance is important. And I was standing out whilst others were caving in to all sorts of pressures. And you can look at that in trading environments. You can look at that in any type of environment, really. Um, so, you know, part of your weapon system is managing your stress part of your web weapon system is the the need for some sort of social social connectivity you know even overlapping with another web weapon system to acquire inherent new skills and like we're going to hear in the might be a furry um uh, piece yet to come but the concept of performance increasing when you buddy up with someone that's a couple of generations younger to incite a different type of weapon so you're 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 modifying and bringing to market a new weapon based upon collaboration and this has a value we we don't see it you you spoke about a few minutes ago that there were people around you losing their mind and and probably in some cases maybe even loosening or curtailing their career um, or not advancing 
and you well <laughs> and life because they made bad choices unfortunately but you know or not advancing their career so there was an opportunity cost and and this has a value now i'm going to give an example of this okay just to demonstrate someone i coached many years ago who contacted me last year for some more coaching he was a hedge fund manager and i'd worked with him for a year in 2015 and then i hadn't heard from him from him for six years and then he he came back to me and said he'd like to work with me again and then he told me that in the time his average performance from before when he worked with me compared to afterwards had doubled so he was a four percent a year four to five percent a year uh hedge fund manager you know which in the firm he worked with the volatility pattern he worked with was quite decent but he felt he could double that he was holding back he was missing out and i worked with him for a year we, we looked at all aspects of his work how he thought about his work how he approached his work and then what he revealed to me last year was that he has been on average working at double performance levels since i stopped working with him now this individual runs 250 million dollars of capital okay so let's just assume he's moved from four percent to eight percent that's four percent extra a year for his firm he's been making 10 million dollars extra per year okay he gets 10 percent of that as a bonus so he's been making an extra million dollars a year so his little investment in coaching relatively small investment in coaching produced over six years about six million dollars of extra income for him now of course he's a hedge fund manager he's trading in vastly more capital than the people that we're doing but you're someone who comes to mark randall for coaching and you have you know 50 million 50 sorry fifty thousand dollars capital maybe or a hundred thousand dollars capital or maybe 25 million because of leverage that 25 million maybe lever it up four or five times and it's really somewhere from 100 to 125,000 and you could make significantly more each year every year by working with you in a coaching program but you're not seeing that cost you're thinking how much more do I make on my trading if I get this trend line break right <laughs> you're not seeing how much more you can make by working on your mind you don't think of it like that I coached um Actually, one of my thinking back, I was actually <clears throat> inadvertently coaching one of my clients. Um, now, he had a ten billion dollar portfolio that was a pension portfolio, and he worked at an institution where essentially he was. I think his, his his progress was something ridiculous. It was he went from like an admin job to a desk job to being a manager of a bunch of people to suddenly being a portfolio manager. <clears throat> things happen, right? Funny things happen. Ten, $10 billion worth of fund, and he didn't know how to trade. because it, And I had to build a base with him. My, my, my base had two philosophies. One was to tell him about you know, market, market behavior, product behavior. And the other thing was about himself. Because he was he was a tennis player, and so we started to relate the way he played tennis to the way he was going to start trading, and about you know what what flow state meant, what 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 sort of you know recovering from a you know a net call or, or whatever something that worked against him, and recovering quickly and just putting it away and just carrying on, and actually become very he became very successful. He made errors on the way, but he learned, <coughs> but. Um, he saw a massive uptick in his performance and became one of the best portfolio managers um, across the world for this particular business. It was a global business because he actually took time to build his base appropriately. And I think that's what, what it's all about. And that base was product knowledge. It was, it was methodology, but there's a whole chunk of it that was about himself. Mm. And so this has a real positive return. Yeah, and it's finding that something that he understood and then kind of relating his trading to it and then progressing his trading development based upon his love of tennis. 
strangely enough, but the, the, the overlaps were, were, were very, very interesting, particularly in how he was fouling. So he would be fouling quicker and getting onto the next trade quicker mm. um, after perhaps a year than at the beginning he'd foul and almost almost give up his job. <laughs> and I think a lot of people like that in trading. That um, Sometimes <clears throat> if you're working so close to something as portfolio managers do, hedge fund managers do, you know, you, you're kind of locked in with your seatbelt in, into, your, into your role. And actually the smart people have a seatbelt that they unclick every now and then they get out of their seat and they, you know, can do something else. It's the people that are strapped into the seatbelt and the seatbelt's got a mechanism where it gets, gets tighter and tighter. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And they feel even as the day progresses, they feel even more strapped in to the, yeah. to the physical position, but the, the mental frustration of being unable to escape, even understanding this, the, you know, in tennis, you have these breaks and it's using these break in between points. So you're not, when you play tennis, you don't play tennis all the time, right? You you have a moment where, okay, the ball boy go and gets goes to get the ball, or you go and get the ball, and you walk. You have that moment of walking up to the service line to do your serve. There are these moments of natural break within games, most games, trading included, right? And it's what you do in that space in between performance that really, really matters. So how do you pause? How do you reset? How do you recalibrate? And where, where do you get your next energy from? Where do you get? Where, how do you release your stress to get into a flow state in those pauses in the game? If you can learn how to do that, your performance will be off the scale. And that that has a value, a huge value, and this is the point I'm saying. And yet it's very rare for people to invest in that value. You know, as we say, buying another trading psychology book doesn't help. You're just reading more and more about you. And I say that as someone who's writing a book <laughs> on, on those subjects. But, it, you know, at the end of the day, you need to go and do something. You need to make a change. And if that's not a physical move, if that's not working with someone to help you, you're just going to be locked into the same habits, the same behaviours, the same mindset. You might break them for a week or two, but then you're going to go back if you don't have someone working with you on that. And that's really the value of investing in this. So where where, where can people approach you directly to find out about working with you? Well, I mean, AlphaMind102 on, on, on Twitter, you can contact me on that. Or if you go to the alpha-mind.net, you'll find um, you know, all, all of our contact details there. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, if, if you do want someone to look at your your launch platform, your weapon system, uh, to, to identify what needs to, to be enhanced, to be changed, to be relearned, to be discovered, <clears throat> or to be actually have a framework of putting it together then yeah weapon system consultant is who i am <laughs> so you know that, and, and how might how how if someone contacted you and you want to explain how you would and could work with them what what might that look like what might a person working with you go through what what might get experience how often do they contact you how long does it last all those sort of you know what are the the realities of those sort of programs the program does depend on each individual but you know typically 10 or 12 sessions calibrated over time perhaps one a week for the first four then spacing it out to one every two weeks then then one every month <clears throat> and then a review because then you've got to start applying it so be a yeah. time where you're on your own um you've, you've been given this this toolkit and this philosophy and um, these pointers okay now go and apply it and how does how what does the engagement look like so someone turns up to your first session with you what are you going to be talking about with them how are you going to be engaging with them what are they gonna 
What, what would they, if someone was just looking on high at that now, what would they see? That, that'd see me listening. That'd see me. Tell me about you. How do you do you now? Uh, how, how the component of performance, but the components of you and how do you manage you um, in life in general? T tell me about you and I'll listen. I won't interrupt. I'll just listen. And I'll, there'll be a moment of quietness. I'll still be listening. And the more you listen, the more we'll evolve from that. And then as you start to understand the person, <clears throat> which could be a collective, incidentally, you could, you could do this with a team in, in a similar sort of way to understand the, the, the things that matter and the things that are getting in the way um, and then start to framing an approach of rediscovery and rebuild so that you start to, to, to call upon these things that have been noted. Um, and you actually start to understand what outcomes the client's looking for because the outcomes are not going to be what I presume. You know, and of course, we can presume oh, his outcome is to make more money. But his outcome might not be that. His outcome might be to be a better trader, to have a much more balanced approach to trading, to to fail better, or to you know to be a bit more broader in what he looks, what he or she looks at, and and how they approach the market. Outcomes could be very very different per person per team, um, and you then tailor an approach of of essentially a journey. You'd go, you'd, you'd get them to commit to a journey and invest in that journey. And you're right to say that it, it is an investment. Um, and it's be far more beneficial than buying a book. You know, and, and I, I, I know from knowing you well that, you know, a lot of your clients have got huge benefits from this. Yeah. What are some of the benefits, tangible benefits that you could share that they've got out of going through this process with you? Well, for some, one particular trader, absolute desperate state, okay, desperate state, quote, I'm now in a much more positive place. Thank you. And how did that, how was that being, how was that appearing in his work over the, the time after the coaching, well, through yeah. the coaching after? In terms of what, what transpired as to the change, yeah, how did that manifest itself? Someone that was that was brighter eyed. That they were they were calmer. They were more engaging. They were more lucid in conversation. They were just more present to what was going on, rather than at the beginning they were hidden. They almost yeah. had a vow, and yeah. if, and they had to take down that vow to understand what was going on behind. But that vow was yeah. in the way that was a block. It was yeah. a, in fact it was almost a wall. It was yeah. a wall his engagement with the market right he had every now and then he had a brick you could take a brick out of the way and he could see the market and he'd trade but very yeah. quickly that wall would be back up and it'd be banging his head against that wall because he wanted to break through that wall yeah you know that was his challenge yeah. and so we managed to dismantle that wall and to take down and that's that's the bit that you do not get from a book that's the personal that's bit that's, it. that's the bit you don't get from trying to do it yourself I've because you can't read, even see it never read one book i've never seen one book talk about that in in the, yeah. in the sense of the re, the reality in markets and trading about what that actually really means well because we've been in the space for 70 years between us god bless us we kind of know what it means in that language um yeah, but when someone says, I'm now in a much more positive place, you kind of know what place they were in before was a really, really, really bad place. And, and we've seen that in some of our podcasts, that people can get into really, really bad places. And not, not just that, but there are times that they can go back and revisit those bad places and be there again. Um, it's, it's just understanding how you deal with that process. And that has, I mean, as we say, that has a value. Massive. You know, that that has a positive impact on their performance. P&L goes up, return goes up, um, and it keeps on going. It just builds upon itself. So, you know, it, it, we're, we're not just talking about airy-fairy things here that people are happier, people are smiling more. You know, this translates into bottom line. Absolutely. It's performance. It's not about being happy and, you know, crikey. A business would never survive if people were just happy. 
<laughs> happy and smiley and clappy. Um, it's it, it's real. It's tangible. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Like I say, you need to get back to that concept of, which is why I like this going back to the weapon system way of dealing with the conversation, because people kind of will get it. They just get it because you're sort of using a system to define the answer rather than saying, you know, do this and, and be pointed and do this and do that. You don't want to be, you know, given those instructions. You want to be under, letting someone understand what that system looks like. Looks like, And then at each point of that system, uh, you know, asking themselves, how can this be better? What, what, am I, what, what extra skill do I need for this to be really, really potent and an effective system that delivers that warhead, that trade to the market? That's where you want to get to. You're bringing it back to you. You're weaponizing yourself. You're weaponizing your mind. You, that... are, the, you are the weapon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen, this has been brilliant. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to say that at some point, and we haven't got dates yet, we haven't got times yet, we are going to be producing a program <clears throat> for our audience. So obviously, you know, the price of individual coaching um, can can be beyond uh, a lot of people who are doing it themselves, starting themselves. Um, we get hundreds of requests all the time for the coaching um, and, uh, and people asking for, can I have an affordable version of it? So we are going to be coming up with something soon where people can join a group program. So maybe you could just share a little bit about that. Yeah, I think it just, it just works at all levels. Group program where <clears throat> we kind of solve for the masses. Um, it's still meaningful, still powerful, still, you know, something that will be a good in, a great investment for people because it's not going to be, a, a, you know, the sort of price of, of coaching. It'll be a, an affordable price for someone that's uh, treating the market as a, as a serious proposition. Um, but of course, it also gives another dynamic. If you're doing it within the team, you start to build a degree of social connectivity within the team itself uh, and community for people that are often siloed, as we've said, as part of the, the system requirement, weapon system requirement is you kind of need to have, you know, more than just you going on in terms of conversations. You need to be able to you know, have, have a joke and talk about the football or the cricket at the weekend or something every now and then. Because if you're not doing that in these pauses, and we go back to the power of these pauses, then you're just going to sit there looking at a screen and, uh, you know, with, with fidgety feet and strapped into an ever an ever tighter chair that's got you locked in for the day, getting frustrated and high levels of stress. And going back to that, that that's the ultimate problem what you want to try to avoid. So these programs, I think, are going to be, they're wonderful, they're meaningful, there's nothing else out it like there. They're genuine. They're authentic. They're built upon years and decades of experience um, from people that have learned their craft um, very well, myself and Steve. So we're looking forward to doing it. We know that the the um, the population, the trading population, is 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 in need of it, um, particularly one that's um, that's believable and is not not a joke. And we know that there are lots of jokes out there. Um, we see them regularly turn up on our YouTube feeds. Um, and that's not where we are. We're going to be a, a, a genuine attempt to educate and rebase the knowledge of traders in the market. And it's going to be limited numbers. So we, if people are interested to know more, when we know more or want to register for interest, just to put this out there now, just to email info at alpha-mind.net to repeat that that's info at alpha hyphen or dash mind.net and just say you're interested in knowing more about the the group coaching program it will as we say be limited in numbers at this stage it's it's in the works so it will definitely be happening um so please as we say you know if you want to register your interest and be one of the first people to be able to participate it. We, we can send you more information when we have that. But uh, it's going to be a great chance to really learn about 
and actually start weaponizing your mind. Fantastic. Well, Steve, I think that was great. I gave a load of perspective, but you know, easy to understand, right? When you look at the things, it's easy to understand. Okay, yeah, I need to, I need to think about this. This a mindset. It's a, in fact, if you look at it, it's a growth mindset application to you know, this type of activity where you're constantly looking and asking the question. I need to change this. I need, I need to not just this. This habit's killing me, or you know, these methods. I've got the method wrong. I need to rebase that method. All of that stuff is in this. So um, there we are. There's our bit on weaponizing the mind. Hope you've um, in, enjoyed that short session. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you at some of the webinars. If uh, if you care to join us, we look forward to that. Yeah, great. Thank you very much. And again, just to say, this is our, our starter podcast for the year. Um, last year was a bit of a crazy year in many ways, um, as was the year before. And I guess 2022 is, uh, is going to hold some interesting... <laughs> surprises for us i presume as we go through it um so we, we just wish you the best of luck uh for your trading and uh, look forward to continuing our engagement with you um and if you know if you're enjoying this and uh enjoying our content you know we have a great back catalog go on to our uh onto itunes spotify or wherever and uh check out some of our past podcasts as well and uh other than that just to wish you a great uh Great few weeks ahead of you and a great 2022. Thank you, Mark, for your time today. Welcome. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, do give us an excellent rating in whichever podcast service you use. And if you can, do leave us a friendly review. If you hated it, well, then you can leave a not-so-friendly rating. Thank you to our sponsor, the Society of Technical Analysts, the STA, and their brilliant home study course. As a reminder, AlphaMind listeners can obtain a £100 or local currency equivalent discount on the cost of their brilliant technical analysis course, which is the course of choice in technical analysis for the top pros. Visit the AlphaMind blog, alphamindblog.blogspot.com, and go to the page link STA Home Study Course, which will give you details of how to obtain a discount. This podcast was presented by myself, Stephen Goldstein, and my co-host, Mark Randall. We are both professional trader coaches with many decades of market experience behind us. We work and deliver performance and mindset coaching to traders in investment firms, hedge funds, banks, commodity and energy trading businesses, prop firms, as well as to private retail traders. If you are keen to know more about our coaching services and how it can benefit you, then contact us through the webpage alpha-mind.net or email info at alpha-mind.net you can follow and connect with us also on social media our twitter handles are alphamind101 and alphamind102 and we are both available to be contacted and connected with on linkedin and we also have a linkedin group the alphamind group thank you so much and stay safe and stay well